Hello there, and welcome to episode 8 of the Canadian Military Heroes Podcast. I'm your host, Michael O'Reilly. This episode, we will be looking at the exploits of J.C. Richardson. Piper James Cleland Richardson was born in Bells Hill, Scotland, on November 25, 1895, to parents David Richardson and Mary Prosser. In 1911, he immigrated to Canada when his father took a job as a policeman in Chilliwack, British Columbia. Before the war, he worked as an electrician and won renown for his ability to play the bagpipes. When the war broke out, he joined the 72nd Seaforth Highlanders, which was later attached to the 16th Canadian Infantry Battalion, known as the Canadian Scottish. On October 8th, two brigades of the Canadian Army were to attack the German trenches to the north of Corselet. Specifically, they were targeting the Lissars Line and the Regina Trench. The 1st Canadian Brigade was to attack that Lissars line, while the 3rd Brigade was to attack the Regina Trench. At 4.50am in the early morning darkness, the attack began. It was raining. Both attacking brigades were held up by unbroken barbed wire. Pre-attack artillery had bombarded the area in hopes of cutting holes in the barbed wire for the soldiers to pass through, but in this instance the artillery failed to do its job and so soldiers bunched up together trying to find passage through the wire. This left them exposed to German machine gun fire and artillery. The section of the line that the Canadians were attacking was also much more favorable to German defense than Canadian offense, and so both Canadian brigades suffered staggering losses. Piper Richardson was involved in the attack on Regina Trench. Not originally picked to go over the top in the initial attack, Richardson pleaded with his commander to reconsider and was successful in his request. As a regimental piper in the Canadian Scottish Regiment, it was his job to play the bagpipes and inspire the troops as they marched forward into battle. At the beginning of the attack on this day, though, he was ordered by his commanding officer, Major Lynch, not to play the pipes right away, presumably to keep the Germans from learning their true intentions until the attack was upon them. The plan worked right up until the point where the unbroken barbed wire was discovered. The attacking Canadians were discovered, and the Germans began firing their weapons and throwing grenades Major Lynch was soon killed in action, and Piper Richardson asked permission to begin playing the pipes from Company Sergeant Major Mackey, the element of a surprise now having been completely lost. Mackey consented, and Piper Richardson began to play. The Canadians were slowed by the barbed wire and had resorted to taking cover wherever possible. When Richardson began to play, the Canadian Scottish found their spirits and redoubled their efforts. They suffered enormous casualties but continued to press on. This is in large part thanks to James Cleland Richardson who at one point during the attack marched up and down the 400-yard-long front line playing his pipes for 10 minutes straight, completely exposed to enemy fire, yet not being injured at all, showing magnificent bravery in doing so. His efforts to inspire the soldiers was finally rewarded when the Canadian Scottish surmounted the obstacles facing it and accomplished its goal of taking the Regina Trench. After this, he would continue to assist the attack well into October 9th. He assisted the fighting by throwing grenades at the Germans and was later ordered to help a wounded soldier back to the safety of the Canadian lines. It was here that Piper Richardson would finally push his luck too far. While helping the wounded, he carried a soldier roughly 200 yards before realizing that he had put down his pipes. Not being able to part with them, he ran back to where he had left them against the very strong suggestion of his fellow soldiers. This was the last time Piper James Cleland Richardson was seen alive. Weeks later, he would be posthumously awarded the Victoria Cross for his actions playing the pipes in the face of ferocious German fire. From the citation, For most conspicuous bravery and devotion to duty when, prior to attack, he obtained permission from his commanding officer to play his company over the top. As the company approached the objective, it was held up by very strong wire and came under intense fire, which caused heavy casualties and demoralized the formation for a moment. Realizing the situation, Piper Richard strode up and down outside the wire, playing his pipes with greatest coolness. The effect was instantaneous. 
Inspired by his splendid example, the company rushed to the wire with such fury and determination that the obstacle was overcome and the position captured. Later, after participating in bombing operations, he was detailed to take back a wounded comrade and prisoners. After proceeding about 200 yards, Piper Richardson remembered that he had left his pipes behind. Although strongly urged not to do so, he insisted on returning to recover his pipes. He has never been seen since, and death has been presumed accordingly, owing to lapse of time. London Gazette, 22nd October, 1918. In December 1918, his Victoria Cross would be given to his father David in Ontario by the Lieutenant Governor of Ontario, John Strathairn Hendry. In 1920, two years after the war ended, his body was found and he was buried in Adnac Military Cemetery, north of Corselet in France, still missing his pipes. Richardson is memorialized in both his native Lanarkshire, Scotland, and in his adopted home of Chilliwack, British Columbia, where a bronze statue of him stands. In 2002, his bagpipes, the instrument he could not bear to part with, were miraculously located and eventually identified in a Scottish school by Pipe Major Roger Maguire of the Canadian Scottish Regiment and Andrew Winstanley of the Canadian Club. After confirming they were indeed Richardson's pipes, they were repatriated to Canada and are currently on display in the British Columbia Legislature. Piper Richardson's Victoria Cross and all his other medals are currently on display in the Canadian War Museum in Ottawa. Richardson's exploits on October 8th have been translated into many different mediums of entertainment, from paintings to statues to musicals to this very podcast. The lone Piper braving enemy fire to inspire his comrades to victory is a very stirring image and his actions cemented the Piper in the lore and practices of the Canadian Army. That will conclude this episode of the Canadian Military Heroes Podcast. I hope you found the episode to your liking. Feel free to let me know either way at CanadianMilitaryHeroesPodcast at gmail.com. Please join me again for another look at one of the finest citizens Canada has ever produced in the near future. Thank you again. Thank you.